0: Well, thank you for joining us Uh, right here on Channel Africa. Yes, you must know by now that we're on Channel 802 on the DSTV audio channel. And also, if you're listening to us uh, in sub-Saharan Africa, we're on the shortwave frequency, 9625 kilohertz on the 31-meter band to southern Africa. Thank you for joining us here on African Dialogue, our one-hour discussion program, uh, where we look at the big issues on the African continent. Uh, Today, we are going to be looking at uh, the life and career of uh, a late Morgan Changarai. He's being buried today in his uh, home time, Buhaira, as we heard there in our news bulletins. Thousands of Zimbabweans thronged the uh, Freedom Square in the capital, Harare, yesterday to bid farewell to opposition leader, Morgan Changarai, who died of colon cancer in South Africa last week. The memorial service held in his honor turned out to be a rally, as most of those who attended were clad in the Movement for Democratic Change regalia, uh, friends, members of civil societies, and various opposition party leaders gave testimonies before his body was airlifted to Buhara for burial today. Simon Muchemwa reports from Harare.
2: Shangrai's last main rally was in 2013, a week before elections, but on Monday, a memorial service in his honor was held at the same venue, attracting thousands of Zimbabweans who came to bid him farewell. While those in the opposition call this open space in the capital Freedom Square, those in the ruling ZANU-PF call it Robert Mugabe Square. What is unique with the venue, though, is the fact that historic rallies by both MDC and ZANU-PF have taken place there. However, on Monday, the rally was in honor of the late Morgan Changrai, who died of colon cancer in South Africa last week. When the late Morgan Changrai's body arrived, some broke into hymns while others wept, creating a somber atmosphere. However, a song that resonates with the fact that the late Morgan Changrai was a national hero was played. Various speakers described Changrai as a hero who fought for democracy in Zimbabwe. Former cabinet minister in Zambia, Aaron Miller, said. Well, my dear, we wish you very well. May your husband's soul rest in peace. Be strong, be strong, be strong. Never give up. Great achievements will still continue. Don't give up. Thank you very much. May God bless you. Changrai's best friend from Zambia, Faxon Shamenda, who was the best man on his wedding with Elizabeth, described the late MDC leader as forgiving. I
1: have bring you not condolences, but to come and celebrate the life of Morgan. A good friend and a brother to me. Morgan was beaten. Morgan was mistreated by this government. When the wife died in an accident and he accepted to work as a a prime minister, I said to him, my friend, how do you sleep in the same crow with the devil? He said, my friend, the best way we can heal our wounds is to put our differences aside. The man wanted to kill me,
2: but i have forgiven him because revenge is with God. Professor Lavmo Maduku had this to say.
0: Very disappointing, but we accept that he's gone. He has left us a very solid legacy where we can continue with the struggle to get a better life for Zimbabweans. So we are happy that we have had Changrai. He has given us the direction and we must be able to carry it forward.
2: Changrai's burial is expected Tuesday afternoon in Buhera, his rural home. In Harare, Zimbabwe, this is Simon Muchemwa.
0: Well, thank you for joining us uh, right here as we look at the life and times of Morgan Changarai. He's been uh, buried uh, today in Buhaira and uh, very much of a very dominating and a strong figure in um, uh, Zimbabwe's uh, politics. And uh, joining us to help us uh, just unpacking this man, we've got on the line uh, Professor Evaristo Beniera, who's a political science and also an expert in uh, international politics. At the University of uh, South Africa, we also have uh, Advocate Gabriel Shumba, who is joining us from the Zimbabwe Exiles Forum. I want to start with you, uh, Professor Beniera. Uh, just looking at this man uh, himself, very dominating figure. We know that upon Zimbabwe's independence in nine, he was very much uh, uh, a big, strong figure. Even in uh, the eighties, where he, when he was age uh, uh, the age of twenty eight, Joined the ascendants of ZANU PF party at the time it was led by Robert Mugabe. It's very interesting that most people don't know that the roots of his politics actually started within ZANU PF.
1: Um, thank you very much, uh, Benjamin, and greetings to advocate Gabriel Shumba. As a thank matter you, of interest, bro. I uh, Gabriel Shumba is my personal friend, we were in the same class. It is the same school and we did the same subject. Oh, and
0: that's it awesome. Is
1: very, it is very interesting that me and Gabriel are on <laughs> the same interview. And and, 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 and yes, uh, we used to call him Marichera in, in school because that is how intelligent uh, he was. <laughs> and Gabriel, my, my personal condolences over the passing of um, uh, Morgan Changirai. We see in Zimbabwe the role of um, the union in providing us with a number of um, nationalist leaders from 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 Joshua Nkomo and a lot of other um, Zimbabweans that were both in ZAPU and ZANU up to the time of Morgan Tsvangirai and Kosatu, and it is right for me to also pay tribute to the trade union movement, not only in Zimbabwe but also in South Africa and mm-hmm. indeed in Africa as being the vanguard of the people's revolution. Had it not been for the workers movement in zimbabwe uh, through the zimbabwe confederation of trade unions um, um, zctu i don't think we would have had the likes of mr morgan changirai and also his former deputy mr Gibson sibanda so um, i would like to begin by paying tribute to the to the labor movement in zimbabwe and also to the opposition movement for for showing us that the is an alternative way of doing politics. Although they, like any other organization, like any other leadership, they made their mistakes. And indeed, we should be able to say how best can we learn from the mistakes of both ZANU PF and MDC in a way that will allow us to take Zimbabwe forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, staying with you, uh, Professor Benyera, before I move to Advocate Shumba. I want to pick your brain in terms of uh, the the young uh, uh, Morgan Changarai because it's very interesting that you highlighted that history as well that many people don't understand because most people see the life of uh, Morgan Changarai from 1999 with the establishment of the Movement for Democratic Change. But really, he was very central in terms of the ZANU-PF politics and also the fact that uh, he moved uh, uh, the Uh, Zimbabwe Congress of Trade Union's uh, umbrella away from the politics of the government. And he was very strong in in separating uh, the government of uh, Robert Mugabe and the trade union movement. Tell us a little bit about that particular period because it's an interesting period of Morgan Changarai's and formative years of his politics.
1: The, The general trend in African politics is that the liberation movement was the vehicle for attaining political independence. So it is MTLA in Angola, Chama Chama Tindus in Tanzania, Forelimo in Mozambique, Swapo in uh, Namibia, ZANU-PF, and ZAPU in Zimbabwe, and the African National Congress in South Africa. And when political independence was attained, how then do we move forward in terms of managing the post-independence This is where the shortcomings began to show, because the liberation movement did not allow itself to move beyond liberation politics. In other words, it remained stuck in liberation rhetoric, which was very useful for the purposes of attaining political independence. But remember, political independence is just one aspect of many others, most of which are beyond the capacities of the liberation movement to deliver. The end result was that as for Zimbabwe, we then had a serious conflation where the liberation movement was the post independent political party, it was also the government. And then roles were not properly um roles were not properly delineated according mm. to to capacity. I think there were other uh, historical factors that were considered in awarding, for, for example, those who were in, uh, in exile and those that remain in the country. For example, in Zimbabwe, being a war veteran is still a very strong currency mm-hmm. in the allocation of staff resources, be it ministerial posts, be it farms, or be it even presidential pardon. So we failed to move beyond. That Chimurenga monologue, and in Zimbabwe we are very stuck in a series of Chimurenga, first Chimurenga, second Chimurenga, third Chimurenga, and that paralyzes our nation. In comes mm. the the labor movement. Of course, they are beginning to see that the way the workers were being treated was slowly graduating towards the same way in which workers were being treated under the uh, under the. The, the the minority settler government, the sales tax was not removed. The repressive laws were not removed, like the State of Emergencies Act. Up to 1999, there was this uneasy relationship between the ruling party, the government, and the labor movement. They could they could coexist. They could accommodate each other. The government could come to the May Day rally on 1 May, Rufaro Stadium, Gwandura mm. Stadium, and assist the workers. But 1998, 1999 was a breaking point where the two could no longer live in the same space. As we saw, after the, the workers failed direct the Sal media direct that they wanted it to go. They decided to form their own political party, which was the movement for democratic change. Mm. We can mirror the same with also what is happening in South Africa mm. with Ivan Jim and Numsa and sure. Mavazi. That there is this uneasy relationship, these tensions mm. between the tripartite allies partners and right now Black Zmand and these um communist Comrades are in the cold. It is up to Sirio Ramaphosa to show them that indeed they are still part of the tripartite. Well. Otherwise, we see something similar to Zimbabwe happening
0: here. Well, let me come to you, Advocate Gabriel Shumba. And uh, it's very interesting that Professor Beñera gave us uh, that particular context of uh, uh, that history of uh, the government in terms of its relationship with trade unions. What was Morgan Changirai's role in this? And what uh, uh, position did he play in this particular history that was narrated by Professor Beñera?
3: Well, I think from the civil society perspective, one thing stands out very clearly, and it's that uh, Morgan Sangrai remains a doyen of uh, post-independence democratic struggles. In fact, he taught us uh, in very clear terms that independence does not equate to freedom. He opened eyes for all of us who were in civil society then. I remember... During the 1990s, I was at the University of Zimbabwe in the Student Representative Council, together with a lot uh, of the people that you see (coughs) playing a role in the political arena today, people like Nelson Chamisa (coughs) and the late Lenmojongwe. So it was during those days that we were taken under the wings of Morgan Tsongirai and coached to distinguish between rhetoric and practice. So when he was in the National Constitutional Assembly, and uh, uh, after that he moved to the Zimbabwe Congress of Trade Unions as yes, Secretary General, it was very clear that there was this disjuncture between government rhetoric in terms of freedoms, in terms of economic prosperity between what was actually happening on the ground. Hence, you see in 1998, for example, the infamous or famous food riots that took place in Chitunguiza and many other areas of Harare. So he then brought us together as different formations. In fact, one of uh, his hallmarks as a trade unionist was to be able to bring too many formations within the country divergent formations under one umbrella which was a democratic umbrella to fight oppression and these included now churches for example the Zimbabwe Council of Churches became part of the broader democratic struggle uh, Zimbabwe Congress of uh, Trade Unions uh, NCA and then you also had on the side the Zimbabwe National mm-hmm. Students Union
0: well, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back uh, to you gentlemen and then we'll also bring in Dr. Ibo Mandaza back in, into this conversation as well when we come after this uh, particular break if you're just joining us now we're looking at the life and times and the political influence of uh, uh, the late Morgan we will uh, deal with the trajectory now of the establishment of the, mo- of the movement for democratic change and also we know that he, he was uh, at a particular time part of uh, the coalition a government where he was uh, a prime minister of Zimbabwe from 2009 to 2013, probably one of the most uh, challenging moments of his life. But also, we you know, even earlier on then, especially with his robust uh, uh, presence, he was uh, actually In a very much uh, space where he was uh, politically uh, intimidated, we know that he was uh, charged with treason and was arrested in the year 2000. So we have seen uh, uh, Morgan Changara in various stages in his political life and not all good moments and not all successive uh, moments for the uh, leading uh, opposition uh, uh, figure in the country. But we'll take a quick break. We'll be back after this. (laughs)
4: this is channel africa south africa's official international public radio station on shortwave internet and satellite from an african
0: perspective
2: Guess what? You can now listen to Channel Africa using Silozi, Chinyanja, Kiswahili, Portuguese, French and English, giving you an African perspective. Hi, my name is Tanolun and you are listening to Channel Africa.
4: We love Channel Africa from an African perspective.
0: Channel Africa bringing you the African perspective. well thank you for joining us uh, right here on channel africa remember we are on dstv in south africa and neighboring countries on channel 802 on the dstv audio bouquet if you're listening to us on our shortwave service into the sub-saharan africa we are on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to southern africa you can also stream us live on www.channelafrica.co.za today we've started really looking at a, a very important point of what Morgan Changarai whereby he was starting as uh, within the structures of ZANU-PF and also within the Zimbabwe Congress of uh, Trade Unions. Very interesting start and Professor uh, Benyera giving us uh, his view of what happened in that particular uh, period and uh, and now we've got Dr. Ibo Mandaza who will be joining us in terms of giving us his views of the man himself and I want us to start in in an interesting period Dr. Mandaza in terms of when we saw uh, the prominence of Changirai, especially through mainstream media, with the formation of the movement for democratic change. Uh, This particular moment, what did it represent for uh, Morgan Changirai's political career and also his uh, international status?
4: His career begins with the CTU. And the beginnings of the MDC are not really uh, 1999 September when it was it. Mm. One has to go back to, to 1997. Okay, um, the stay away of 9th of December 1997, which which represented in a, in a way a confrontation between the ZCPU the and the mass movement on the one hand. And the whole veterans were just uh, got a five billion dollar compensation which 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 in 1997 which caused the famous uh, Black Friday fell mm. and has never recovered ever and that led to the stairway mm. to the Tuesday, day, 9th of December. And the Harare and the most urban areas of Lawayo were all closed down on that Tuesday. No one went to work. The first real challenge uh, to the post-independence government on the part of the mass movement. And then followed the food riots in 1998. And finally, the formation of the MDC. So I think it's very interesting that there was sure. a k- kind of intersection between the Decline of the euphoria of, of independence. Some would say the depletion of the fruits of independence on the one hand and the rise of the mass movement on the other. And second is the intersection between uh, a Mugabe government which had also lost favor of the international community with whom, especially Britain, it had been uh, more or less cheek-to-cheek in the early part of post-independence, and uh, in the national community, which became very opposed to Mugabe, and therefore, at one level, did support the opposition movement, including alleged funding, which made the MDC very robust. Mm. But I think the intersection between the decline of the liberation movement, mm. which lost its lost its direction in the post independence period and the disaffection of the mass of the people explains the rise of the NGC and of Morgan Changulai as at it, once a symbol mm. of that struggle leader and, and a symbol of that struggle mm. ever since.
0: Well I want to come back to you Advocate Shumba uh, posing there with Dr. Ibo Mandaza especially the fact that he's given us a uh, uh, a bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a rewind, a, a going back, a revision of uh, how this movement for democratic change actually started. But it's also interesting to see that. Uh, After the formation of the Movement for Democratic Change, it was a huge force with the leadership of Morgan Changarai, especially the fact that uh, he was uh, very instrumental in defeating the February 2000 constitutional referendum, which was successful in campaigning against the National Constitutional Assembly. And also that led to him losing that 2002 presidential election, whereby it was contested worldwide with widespread allegations of, of rigging. That particular period from 1999 to 2002, we saw a lot of things happening with Morgan at the 2000 election. Uh, we saw after that he was arrested and charged with treason, and later that was dismissed that was a difficult period, wasn't it, especially with the political intimidation of that particular uh, zone of time?
3: It indeed was. Uh, in fact, that period from 2000 going forward marks quite a, a, a demarcation between how the state responded previously uh, to um, articulation of dissent in the political and civil society arena how it dealt with um, protest going forward. In fact, this is the period where you see many people leaving Zimbabwe for exile to South Africa, to Botswana and other countries. 2002 also. Um, Of course, I am just mentioning this in the context of Morgan Chang'e and uh, his activism and how he inspired the civil society and political opposition movements in the country. Not, of course, forgetting that uh, during the 1980s, there was a trek of people from matabeleland going to neighboring countries after the matabeleland massacres. So from 2000, we see that happening. 2002 again, this is when you see people starting to apply for asylum and refugee status, not only in uh, South Africa, but also in other countries, such as the United Kingdom. Then come 2005, again in an attempt to dislodge uh, the huge opposition base in the urban areas. We saw the introduction of Operation Murambatwin. 2008 is what teaches us uh, that Morgan was a man of humility, tolerance, and uh, a man who could even forgive in spite of adversity, in spite of physical and psychological torture. He even went into an inclusive government, with a government that he knew that had committed atrocities, some so monstrous that they could qualify as crimes against humanity in any court of law. But he, he chose to withdraw from the elections when he realized that many of his supporters were being killed and he used the famous phrase that I will not go into state house uh, stepping over dead bodies that was uh, what inspired then the region to bring together Zanu PF and MDC to negotiate an inclusive government so this is a man who taught us quite a lot and uh, one of the fundamental values that we learned Or we still learn from his life is the value of forgiveness, the value of accommodation, the value of humility and consistency.
0: Mm. Coming back to uh, you, Dr. Ibo Mandazo, do you want to speak about this particular period? Uh, or do you want us to move on uh, to the period where we did see that unity government uh, trying to make things work with the compromise uh, from uh, Prime Minister at the time, uh, Morgan Changarai, trying to make things work, despite the fact that uh, uh, there was a contest around that particular election. Um, do you, do you, do you can even give us your views on both points. What happened is
4: the point of two thousand, a year after the NDC was formed formally, and, and and the and the the confluence of number of issues. One was the the, the threat of the opposition to Zanu PF. Mm. Second, the second was the reconciliation between the Mugabe state and the whole veterans, who became the cutting edge for the. Land reform, or fast track land reform, which, which was sparked by the rejection of the of the constitution in two thousand.
0: Oh, I'm struggling with that line there, uh, Doctor Mandaza. There, um, let's see if we can try and establish that particular. Let me take a quick break, uh, rather, and then we'll come back to Doctor Ibo Mandaza as he's trying to give us that particular period of the life of Morgan Changarai between uh, uh, the year 2000. No, there were a lot of difficult for difficulties uh, for the man, and also when we come back after the break, we'll look at the man as Prime Minister of Zimbabwe, and maybe. Look at some of uh, the failures that he, as a a leader, had, especially with the movement for democratic change. There's also a conversation happening now around what's the future for the movement for democratic change. Is there a leadership vacuum within the party?
2: This is indeed a joyous night. We are delighted by the overwhelming support for the african National Congress, <laughs> To the people of South Africa and the world, this is indeed a joyous night for the human spirit. Your help and a party. This year, 2018,
3: marks 100 years since the birth of South Africa's first democratically elected president, Nelson Rolihlahla Mandela. Join Channel Africa, South Africa's international public service radio station, as we celebrate a centenary of the life and times of Madiba. Join us in a year-long broadcast campaign in honor of Nelson Mandela's legacy through a variety of informative radio programs. Channel Africa, celebrating 100 years of Nelson Mandela from an African perspective.
0: Well, thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa. Uh, Remember that uh, you're listening to us on our various platforms. We appreciate that. Interact with us with our social media, uh, our Twitter handles, at Channel Africa 1, or you can specifically go to the African Dialogue uh, Twitter handle, which is simply at Channel Africa or at African Dialogue. Uh, We want you to be part of the Channel Africa family. Well, today we're paying homage and looking at the life of uh, opposition leader Morg in Changara. We've actually looked at a bit of his life and uh, let's see if we can uh, reconnect with Dr. Ibo Mandaza before we go back to Dr. to advocate rather Gabriel Shumba. Dr. Mandaza, uh, you were giving us uh, some brief uh, views of what was happening during that uh, year of 2000 to 2005 uh, and then you can give us a little bit of your views and retrospective perspectives on uh, uh, how he did as a, as a prime minister in the coalition government at the same time.
4: Yeah, I think basically the backdrop is that uh, come 2000, especially when the Mugabe uh, state lost the referendum in 2000, this was also on the eve of the election of 2000. And by all accounts, PF may have lost that election altogether. But it also uh, prompted a, a, a very defensive attitude on the part of the state, and the development of what we call the cyclocrate state from 2001, a state which has been very well addressed by the military, and I would say looking back, that is the rise of the military in Zimbabwe as a major force to this day. And this cyclocracy has preempted the success of the mass movement. And so... When Sangira becomes Prime Minister under the GNU, he's already a hostage to this state. Mm -hmm. And one can see that the GNU period was a period during which the Mm Zimbabwean state, the Mugabe state, the secular state reinforced its hold on power and systematically uh, muzzled. The MDC and Morgan Tsvangirai to a point where they became mere, 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 mere pawns in the game, so to speak. Leading to the 2013 election, uh, at the point at which one might say the MDC had all but lost its group on the mass movement. With people, especially in 2008, the brutalization of the masses. Uh, even though Morgan Sangrai had won the election. He was unable, incapable of taking power because of the nature of the state, the state which had become so prominent and explains how the Muslim Nangagwa and Shuenga become powerful factors Mm -hmm. from 2008
0: onwards. Yes, And also in terms of uh, his... uh Period, and let me come back to you, Advocate Shumba. As Prime Minister, what were his strengths, and what were his uh, disadvantages and errors during that particular period?
3: Well, I think the biggest strength anybody can uh, look at and uh, and marvel uh, going backwards is that um, uh, economic strength that he was able to revive the economy through the government on the side of the MDC. So that was one of the biggest factors because we go into the inclusive government on the backdrop of uh, an economy that was literally non-existent. We go into the inclusive government on the backdrop of shops that were literally empty. And, and, and if you extend that to every other in- infrastructure, including health, and the education, it was a, a collapsed economy. So he was able, through the inclusive government, to ensure that at least some of the basics that were by then missing from the economic equation became available. Through the inclusive government, he was also able to negotiate for basic rights and uh, indeed some, um, or let, let let me call it the, in part, or in in, in a big way, negotiate for the introduction of a new constitution, and that is the the constitution that we currently enjoy. In fact, this is a constitution under which the diaspora uh, of Zimbabwe has lodged a constitutional court case to be enabled to vote. Then three, I think one of the biggest assets of the inclusive government, which included Morgan Tsvangirai, was also uh, to restore a semblance of stability and unity uh, to a country that was very hugely polarized. And he was able to also bring hope because many uh, who had fled into exile started daring to hope that there is an economic and a political future in Zimbabwe, that there is a potential for social regeneration so those are some of the fundamentals I can mention but as I have also adverted to earlier on there were values and principles that he was able to inculcate those ones cannot be calculated um, physically or cannot mm-hmm. be numbered as it were. but these are principles and values that taught us that we can live together as a country in spite of our differences
0: well we, we are running out of time. So I just want to get the final sentiments. Dr. Ibo Mandaza, there's uh conversations uh, happening right now around one of the biggest weaknesses. Some people are saying that Morgan Changarai wasn't able to create a successive culture within the movement for democratic change. Uh, the the fact that uh, he was such a, a prominent figure within uh, the MDC shows uh, that he, he wasn't able to oh, actually uh, hand over the, the pattern, Dr. Mandaza, do you think there's a future for the MDC?
4: Well, definitely. I think, uh, ironically, uh, his his departure becomes a very powerful symbol, a very powerful platform, a rallying point around which uh, the opposition forces can reassert themselves like they've never done so before. Almost a, uh, a return to the to the, two, the early 2000s, uh, and the the response, the spontaneous response to the departure of Morgan Tsvangirai last week tells it all. To a point where the the followers are really leading now. It's now it's now really up to the leadership to capitalize on that, get the act together, and capitalize on this enormous groundswell. Mm-hmm. Of opposition to 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 them, to to ZANU PF and its military state.
0: Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. We have to wrap it up there because we've run out of time. I wish we had more time to speak on uh, Morgan Changuai because there were so many things to speak about him because of uh, his lengthy. Uh, uh, Participation in uh, politics and civil society in Zimbabwe. But thank you uh, to Dr. Uh, Ibo Mandaza, a politician and uh, academic who's joining us on the line. Thank you as well to Professor uh, uh, Evaristo Benyera who started giving us a conversation at the beginning, speaking alongside advocate Gabriel Shumba who's joining us from the Zimbabwe Exiles Forum. Gentlemen, uh, thank you for your time. We really appreciate you uh, for giving us uh, your sentiments as we were having this hour to look at the life and career of Morgan Changarai. We really appreciate it.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you.